Welcome to the Extra Point Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, TJ Guthrie, Jared Beans, and Garrett Boss. Bum, 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 bum. Dun, 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 dun. Is that is that how the playoffs or the, the NFL like intro theme song goes? Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like it's that. playoff time, baby. I am the two seed. I've Feeling good about the yourself? one seed. I have outscored the one seed by like three hundred points, but it's cool. Hey, you know what? I was the four seed, and I was the top PF in my league. So there you go. That's how it is. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Let's just say I have been in a spiraling case of depression for the last couple of days. Yes. I took depression. an L. Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. And uh, <laughs> it really makes Are me you feel gonna like I've tried... going to jump off into a bouncy house? I tried really, really hard this year. And uh, you know what I had to show for it? My worst week of the year. And uh, and there they go. Out of the playoffs again. Didn't even win money this year. Absolute BS. That stands for Bull Snakes. Yeah. Alvin Kamara. Yes. Let me just go through a list of people that let me down. All right. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Yes. Um, it's literally everyone yeah, on my team. So um, just get ready for this long list of people. Number one, Cam wait. Newton. What a trash bag. Just a POS if I've ever hey, seen hey, one. Hey, hey, hey. Remember when I said Cam Newton was going to let everybody down this year? He has been better than I expected. But I did say that. He's still QB6 this year. But he just absolutely crapped the bed down Wait. the stretch. Yeah. yeah. Talk about another guy. Alvin Kamara. Just when you need him most. I blame He Mark just Ingram. folds in half. Just folded in half. 12 carries, 51 yards. While not a bad average. Like, not getting volume. Not good. Chris Carson. Had a decent game. Um, pretty good for Chris Carson. I'll let Chris Carson go. I think he's been one of the more underrated players. And he did what he was supposed to. So good for Chris Carson. Which is what, 12 points? 15 points. Uh, Maybe even a little more. No, 15 on the money. Yeah, that's that's Chris Carson's MO. Keenan Allen has been my play of the year outside of James Conner. Had another solid 16.3 outing. Not enough to do it, though. Michael Thomas, trash bag. Um, when I said trash, he had bag. like twenty points. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, he was the only guy that did anything like of note. Kyle Rudolph, this guy should quit yeah, the game but of you football. Knew. You knew two receptions, seven yards. You that might as well have stayed home and just not partaken <laughs> in that game. A guy on Twitter that said Kyle Rudolph was a top five tight end. You are terrible. Yeah. Call We're not you afraid out, to call son. out the random people that argue with me on Twitter. All right, let's talk about another guy who's trash. Chris Godwin. Good <laughs> freaking Lord. These are the people I was resorting to to save my season. Rudolph and Godwin. Uh, they got me three and a half points combined. Yeah. Just 
Unbelievable. I have a lot of mean things I want to say. Um, but I can't, because this is a family-friendly show. It is. And by family-friendly, we mean screw you guys. Not the families. Yeah. The, or the, the friendlies. Players. The players. You've literally ruined my life. It's over. <laughs> you sound like the, the prototypical fantasy bummer. Yeah. Just, I'm bumming hard. Does your, got 400 does yards, your league think is pretty that you're good. a fraud? Yeah, I think I'm a fraud. One of the team names is Jared is a point shaver, if that tells you anything. Somebody should name their team. <laughs> Hashtag not my podcast. <laughs> it's probably me. I'll, I'll name my team that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville defense, that was a bold call. But who knew Derrick Henry would go off? Like, come on. Um, I did. Yeah? I'm just kidding. I did not. Nobody knew that. It's going to say. Yeah. Last game Jacksonville and Tennessee played, the game ended at 9-6. to six. I tweeted at somebody because I looked up the Derrick Henry uh, stat. Uh, or I looked up the Derrick Henry search I met on Twitter. And some guy was like, I told you Derrick Henry was going to go off. And it was some fantasy analyst. Doesn't have a podcast or a website. Just on Twitter. And he never even tweeted about it. I tweeted, I'm like, where? Never responded. I just don't don't just ride the coattails. Oh yeah, I've been saying that all week in my head. No, you didn't. Shut up. Yeah. Idiot. 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 I hope this guy's listening. Mm-hmm. Give him a piece of my mind. I um, went with the yeah. Tennessee defense in that game, by the way. Worked out pretty well. Yeah. Where'd you get like ten points? Roughly. But, yeah. It was solid. So, uh, congratulations to Lois, the worst team that made the playoffs. You're advancing to the quarterfinals. I hope you win it all just so you can break the system. That's what I I want. Um, And uh, I I forgot James Conner, too. Way to get hurt at the last possible second. Play through your hangnail. God. (laughs) It's a high ankle sprain, but, yep. Who gets crap? Put on a brace and get out there. Did you not pick up Jalen Samuels? I didn't have the fab budget to do so. Somebody else got him? Yep. That's a bummer when you got a league that actually plays. Yes. Should have played in an inactive league. You probably would have won. But who's to say? Uh, my team, however, good news, finished second, 10-4. and four. I had two losses that I kind of just screwed around with my lineup and didn't play out. And then I had two true losses. Um, but all in all, I mean, I finished the season with almost 2,000 points. Hmm. Almost. I was over 2,000. I was 2,119. Pretty good. That is good enough to be almost 100 points more than the second highest, which was Garrett. I was almost... No, I'm not doing the math. I was around 300 points more than the first place team. And the points against that first place team was last Mm. in points against. Mm. Pure luck. Some people just get lucky, man. It's the name of the game. That's why head-to-head matchups are uh, kind of a crapshoot sometimes. Or else I would have the I, best team three years in a row. But uh, 
It's not the case. I'm not I bitter. Made... I promise I'm not bitter. I'm just very resentful. And uh, You're sour. I'm sour, yeah. I'm full of sour grapes right now. Okay. I think And I hate overall... everyone and everybody. So um, and everything. Are you done? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. Do you just want to sign off? I'll just take it from here. I mean, you just sit there. And... I, I'm good. I'll make it. I'll make it through. Okay. As far as my season went, my regular season, Garrett. But led this the is, lead. let me just wait. Just let me just go on again. I mean, unbelievable. Can we, can we not? Last year, I had a fantastic team. Lost oh, one game all year. Made it to the championship. Lose in the championship. It's just malarkey. Won like 15 straight games. Lost week 16 in the championship. Just, oh man. So many words. Do you have the sounder, the bleeper sounder? No. And it's not deserving because your pity party is over. It's not. If you are going to continue to be... I will carry this. Do not blame Garrett and I if we brag about a fantasy championship. I will not blame you for either of that, but I do want both of you to lose this week. Oh my god. Are you done? I want people to share in my misery. I want the whole world to lose in fantasy. We've done ten minutes of this. Okay, we'll move on then. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> As for my regular season, I only made twenty nine waiver wire moves. <laughs> How many did you make? How many waiver wire moves? I don't know, man. Does it even matter anymore? I'm just saying that out of the teams that were actually active, I was the second least. Means you had a good draft? Yes. I, a, a league cannot be won on draft day, but a playoff berth can be won on draft day. The first place team who didn't score very many points and gave up the least amount of points had 10 less than me at 19. Garrett had 47. <laughs> Now, I will say to his to his uh, applause here, he made a lot of key moves that got him where he's at. If he didn't make all those moves, he probably does not make the playoffs. So, he worked hard for it. But I did it with 29. That's a good draft. That's all I'm saying about it. So, to those of you in uh, what's called the Nut Cup, which is our last place trophy. Good that luck. Playoff. Good luck. You guys suck. Congratulations. <laughs> I really want somebody to make a a national leaderboard, though. I want to know if two thousand one hundred nineteen point eight eight points where that ranks in comparison to other teams, and I want it to be you know. Set scoring at standard. Set scoring at my league. I want to be able to sort that and filter that to know where I like I stand nationally. Because I think I had a pretty good team. And in other ten team leagues that are not auto drafted, then I feel like I, I should be top five percentile. I don't know. Just a you had a good year. Just saying. Yeah, but I just want to know how good I did. Because uh, maybe I didn't do that good. I think... Uh, maybe it's just good of... enough to win my league. 
and I didn't win my league yet, but I'm just saying maybe it is just good enough to be good in my league. I don't know. Tweet at us your points scored in PPR. Add underscore the extra point. I could appreciate that. So let's move on to NFL news. James Conner still questionable. God, that's a bummer. Yeah. If he's out. Well, I got Jalen Samuels. Who you were, yeah, who you replacing him with? I used Jalen Samuels last week. He did okay. I got Jalen Samuels in the tight end spot right now. Oh, I hate you for that. <laughs> Joe Mixon against Oakland in the RB spot. Joe Mixon I haven't played since his injury. I'm I'm going all in on this tight end debacle. Ebron playing Dallas, he's going to go off. I just have a feeling. But if I play him, he's not. So I don't know. Hey, good filibustering there. Did you even notice I was gone? No. Perfect. Jacksonville defense I'm playing this week, too. They're good at home. But here is my question to you, Jared. Okay. Deshaun Watson at New York Jets. Or Lamar Jackson is healthy, home against Tampa Bay. Um... Who's at home against Tampa Bay? Lamar Jackson. I am going for sure to Sean Watson. Don't mess with He's been a, a good turd. Thing. Yes, and but if you play Lamar Jackson and Watson goes off, you'll never forgive yourself. Yeah. And that's why I'm questioning my Samuels issue. But if Connor plays then Ebron's going into the tight end spot. I still think I'd play Ebron anyway. I don't know. I like Joe Mixon against the Raiders. I don't know. This is going to be a heavily tinkered lineup. So There you go. All right. It would be cool if Garrett was here to defend himself. You guys are playing this week. Oh, by the way, Garrett's gone. He's got Spencer Ware issues, so... If he if Spencer Ware's hurt, which let's just go into that, he was questionable. He's on a short week. He did not practice. I think that's bad news. I think that he's going to have to play Chris Carson against San Francisco, which isn't all bad. No, but he's not going to get Spencer Ware points. True. So I think it helps me. Uh, another one that he has, OBJ, cut off his blonde hair today. Did he really? Yeah. He's still questionable. Limited in practice. Is it questionable the injury or questionable he cut off his blonde hair? Uh, No, it's confirmed the hair, questionable injury. Okay. I'm just saying, do you think it was a, a questionable style choice? I think it is. I think it is too. You don't mess with OBJ's having a de- Yeah, he's having a, a decent year and you do that. That's bad. Maybe he's looking for more aerodynamic abilities. <laughs> I don't know. Well, just trying to change things up, man. I, I commend him. If he thinks he needs to change, then this is it. So, James Conner's my issue. OBJ and Spencer Ware are Garrett's issue. That's um, tough sledding. 
And then Tyreek Ty- Hill. Tyreek Hill limited. Too. Yeah. Questionable. That's a player of Dan's who is in the nut cup playoffs. So, bummer. <laughs> yep, that is a bummer. Don't know what to tell you. Dan had a great season. That's how season. the cookie crumbles. Yep, that's what I say. Dan had a great season. He finished fourth in scoring. He listened to the show. He did really well. But he gave up the most points. You got to play better defense. Yeah. I wish That's there was a defense. way to incorporate that. Uh, you mean like points differential for the tiebreaker? No. Where like your team could play defense on their team. It revolutionized <laughs> the fantasy game. Yeah, like you just draft your team in Madden and then play against each other. Yeah, yes. And then you just simulate it and that's it. (laughs) They have that. It's called Madden. Yeah, but it's simulated (laughs) games. You're not allowed to play. The players still have to do their own stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? right. Uh Uh-uh. No. All right, I know we touched on my playoffs here, but it's Sunshine versus Moonshine, the Battle of the Shine Brothers. They are brothers. They are they are brothers. Little family drama going on this week. Yep, the two worst teams in the playoffs playing each other. That's how you do the it. one and four seed. And me versus Guru Garp, yours truly versus yours truly Garrett. The winners will win and move on to the playoffs or to the what, championship. What will the losers do? Their season will be effectively finished. Yeah. So they lose. I mean, theoretically, they play so, for third So the place. winners win, and the losers lose. Yep. That's crazy. And haters going to hate, and ainers are going to ain't. And, uh, you know, just because we're here, uh, Lois going up against Zach, Taylor, where's my Fournette, and Seth Dow going up against Reeser in the final four of my league. Good luck to those guys. Um, Tom Brady mouth kisses. Taking it to the house. Yep. Tom Brady Mouth Kisses has been a very good team all year. He is playing probably the toughest opponent, in my opinion, though. Uh, in the two Who's versus the three. Who's the favorite? Well, I'd have to imagine the 11 and 2 guys, but I would say Reese. Let me look at standings real quick um, with points for um, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and Tom Brady Mouth Kisses were neck and neck. Pretty much all year, and they only finished six points between each other in PF. And they Tom got Brady eleven and two. Is gonna win it. Book it. All right. All right. I mean, maybe. Here's a he won last year. Question. I don't really want him to win. Commissioner question: A team that finishes in last place with a guy that says, "I don't really have time for fantasy football." You're wants done. to come back next year. Did he? Was do? he active this year? No. He had five waiver wire moves. He set his lineup every week, but he didn't check on like Sunday morning because guys would get hurt right. and not play, and he didn't replace them sometimes. He has well, three IR if, players on his bench. I'd say if you can replace him, replace him. If not, keep him. But... We're looking at replacing him and adding three to make it a 12-teamer. Well, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Get some new blood in here. 
I need some more puds to beat up, you know. <laughs> so move to a sixteen uh, playoff too. Could. Yeah, absolutely we would in that situation. Maybe even an eight team playoff. I'm not no, opposed like to that. the eight teamer. I don't like that. I like the But it does give the one and two a bad chance at winning. Yes, I like to give the give you something for getting first or second. But and then the, there's also not too many teams in the playoffs. Half the league and makes then a the playoffs. And a six-team last, I think last that's place playoff? Yeah. Because right now it's just a four-team playoff to win it and four-team playoff to lose it, and five and six are effectively done. Yeah. Well, Make the, <laughs> make make, the seven seed and a 12 end up potentially losing, even yeah. though he almost made the playoffs and now he's got last place. That's the thing that bothers me about it. Well, that sucks. Maybe, maybe seven and eight. Get a buy, or get. Oh, they they would get the buy. Well, they don't have to worry. No, they don't want the buy in that case, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so they would they would get the first. The buys would be the last two. Yeah. Seven or, and eight. It's like or a seven. Ten point what I was trying lead. to say is seven and eight just kind of do nothing, and then um, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, four man battle. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. So, all right, let's move on to our potential playoff busters. These are guys that have two hard matchups. They haven't been impressing us, so or they're injury-plagued. So let's talk about them. They're just people to put on your radar. And if, if, you're, le- if you're leaning on them heavy, that sucks. Hope for the best. But And, I mean, I'm in this situation with some of these. So uh, Aaron Rodgers plays at Chicago and at New York Jets. A little rough, a little rough, um, but he's got McCarthy gone. The guy I just lost to had a Rodge, and he had his best game of the year. So, yeah. Rodgers could be opening up. He here, could be an X factor. Chicago looked really good. Yes, against old uh, Jay Goff and the Rammies. Yeah, the Jets. I'm not so worried about, but it's it's leaning on Aaron Rodgers to win you a game this week that scares me. Yeah. If you are, if you have another guy in your bench that's going to be in our next segment, the potential playoff boomers, maybe consider benching Rodgers this week. Philip Rivers at Kansas City, who's been better lately, and home against Baltimore. Those are two. I mean, the Kansas City road divisional game is going to be tough. It is, but I expect big volume for Rivers this week at Baltimore will be tough, or home versus Baltimore will be tough. Do you think Rivers is just going to be playing catch-up the whole game and go off? I hope so. That's when he scores his most points. Okay. I can see that as a possibility. I just, I'm leaning on Rivers having a couple down weeks. Alvin Kamara at Carolina. Divisional road game. Tough. And home against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's been pretty good against the run. Any concerns here for Kamara owners such as myself? Yeah, I think so. He's been down the last four weeks. He hasn't gotten in the end zone much, if at all. New Orleans hasn't played well themselves in the last two. Drew Brees has been spreading the ball out a little more. Um, yeah, I think it sucks a little bit. Um, but, but Kamara I don't always has the potential him, to go off. Oh, no. Not at all. It's just one of those things that if you if he busts, you heard it here first. Yeah. James Conner with the injury. Even if he comes back, 
I know it's a crucial next two games, next three games for the Pittsburgh Steelers because they are on that cusp right now with the Ravens surging a little bit. What? I mean, there's a lot of concern there for Connor owners, right? Yes, there is. Um, and I will say Connor owners have had it really good for way too long. Yeah, cows have come home to roost. The cows have come home to roost a little bit, and that, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's how it goes, but that's yeah, I'm what pretty we're sure saying. it is. Cows right. come home to roost. It makes complete sense. <laughs> um, yeah, James Conner, you've had it too good for too long, and right when you need him the most, you snatch him away. So, yeah. The fantasy gods giveth, and the fantasy gods taketh away. And the fantasy gods taketh. Spencer Ware, for all of you kicking chicks, Kareem Hunt owners out there, this is what you get for buying into some guy that Jared and I told you not to buy into this year. <laughs> and even if it's not for the reason that caused him to be bad. So, we were still right. We were still right. We knew that Kareem Hunt kicked that girl back in January when we recorded. We just didn't want to say it. I didn't know that. I don't want to. I don't want insider. I don't want to admit to anything uh, and that could it, get me it, in trouble. <laughs> if, if we're offending some of you women beaters out there that are listening, stop listening. All right, we don't want you. Don't beat women. Yeah. All right. I don't think Kareem beat her. I think he just kind of kicked her in the mouth. Gave her no, a little cool. love kick. Are you defending Kareem, huh? <laughs> No, he did. Are you, are you defending kicking chicks? He did freaking throw his boy into her, so that was kind of uh, a little rowdy. You were so, going to say funny. That's not okay. No, I was going to say here. rowdy. Why are you putting words in my mouth? <laughs> I'm taking them out, the ones that didn't spill out. Uh, Spencer <laughs> Ware is injured. So for those of you who picked up Spencer Ware, bummer. Tough. Yeah. Garrett. Tough. Amari Cooper has one bad matchup, and it's this week. The Indianapolis Colts. That's a That's struggle a, to say that. But not, even a, not even a bad matchup. The Colts are actually giving up like the third least points to wide receivers this, this season. So it I, is Cooper's, a bad matchup. Uh, talk about the real reason I lost this week. Freaking Cooper. Please. Please. Oh, my gosh. Don't make me go on about Cooper. I'm not going to. So, Amari Cooper plays the Colts this week. I think that uh, you you picked up Amari Cooper because you just took a flyer on him. You didn't place your whole season in his hands. You probably got somebody better this week. But now that you're here and he's coming off a 45-point game and a promising second half of the year, I I play him. I play him. I think it's a must play now. Okay. He has the potential playoff buster tag on him, though. So just keep that in mind. Keenan Allen at Kansas City, home against Baltimore, similar to Phillip Rivers, close like they are on the same team. Almost. I would say Keenan Allen is a risky play. The hoodie guy. Yeah, I... I mean, maybe not so much this week. Although, what's Kansas City's number one DB? I can't think of his name right now. It used to be Marcus Peters got traded to Rams. 
I don't even know yeah. who it is anymore. But he's been good. Name's escaping me, but he's been good. So he's going to line up against him. I personally am seeing a Will I Am's surge here. Don't know no. which one because one of them's hurt. It's so I can't keep track of them. So one of them will though. That's good analysis. Yep. <laughs> wait till the next. Wait till the end of episode announcement. I have. I got analysis for you all year round. Oh. Uh, Baltimore though, that's gonna be a tough play for Keenan Allen. Mike Evans. Ugh. This has been one of the most disappointing players all year. And you've, if you've got him on your bench, I understand. You're, if you've got him in your lineup and you're in the still, playoffs, you can afford to bench Evans. An idiot, though. Mike Evans is wide receiver 10 still. Yeah, but I, I think he's just playing off the glory days of Fitzmagic still. Um, he hasn't been fantastic in the last couple weeks, but, I mean... Well, he's got Baltimore and Dallas on the road. He's only been not startable once out of the last four weeks. And that includes um, a big game against the Giants. You're not getting Mike Evans 2017 numbers, though, that's for sure. No, not against Baltimore. That's a tough matchup, for sure. And not against Dallas. Dallas' defense. And Dallas as well, you're right. So Mike Evans is a guy that I personally think... If you can if you can afford to bench him and play somebody else, do it. Maybe pick up a guy like, uh, you know, Eric Ebron. Put him in the flex. Just a uh, thought. A little heady play. Yeah, probably. All right. Potential playoff boomers. Woo-woo. Jared's going to hate me for this first one. Cam... The man, Newtown. Uh, scam Newton. <laughs> Cam Nuketown. He's going to be dropping nukes all over New hey, Orleans I'm a Cam, and I, I'm a Cam Newton defender. Cam's been fine this year. He just not, has not been good when I've needed him most. And that That's is the Cam last Newton two is. weeks. That is the last two weeks. So. That Got is him. Cam Newton in a nutshell. But I love his next two matchups. Yeah, he's got good matchups. I mean, even if you count week 17, he's got a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, he's um, He's been good all year. He's just been a 20-point machine, like 23 points, 24 points. You can almost book 20 points every week, except for last week, of course. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't bench Cam Newton if you got him, unless you have, like, Pat Mahomes. No, he's a boomer. We're into the boomers, Jared. We love Cam is what we're saying. Okay. Russell Wilson at the 49ers, home against the Kickin' Chicks Chiefs. I think Russell Wilson is the guy that if you if you have Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, who are you going with? Aaron Rodgers. Really? I'm oh, going yeah. Russ. Now, Russell's this week, good. This week especially. If Aaron Rodgers shows up and plays big against Chicago at Chicago, then yes, I am all on board for Aaron Rodgers week 16. But I like I'm like changing Russ. my mind, Russell. I'm looking at numbers right now. Yeah. 
Wilson has the potential to like. He's surging. He is. He had a bad Monday night game. Everybody, everybody has a bad Monday night game. They can't handle the prime time pansies. But yeah, I mean Russ has been good, and this is just how Russell Wilson does. He he's weak to start and surges at the end. But when I look at the NFC playoff picture, you know I'm looking here at it, and, and Seattle's got to maintain this wild card spot. So they're going to be playing with everything they got. And Russell Wilson's going to be the guy to lead them. So I'm all in on the Russell Wilson train for the remainder of playoffs. Philip Lindsay. This is a guy that has probably been a questionable start for you a lot of times. Week 15 and 16 versus Cleveland at home at Oakland. I like Philip Lindsay the rest oh, yeah. of the season. How about you? Absolutely. I have to imagine you're starting Philip Lindsay every week by now. He has been good enough lately, yeah. And especially with the lack of any other running back production there. Yeah. So Nick Chubb at Denver, home against Cincinnati. If you got the Chubb, then you take him home in the playoff championship. That home against Cincinnati is going to be huge. Cleveland is not going to want to give up that third place in the AFC North. <laughs> yeah, that's a Cincinnati's going to try to take that back. <laughs> yeah, the, the Browns are they have a winning record since firing Hugh Jackson, and Cincinnati has not won a game since hiring Hugh Jackson. I think that speaks a lot. Although I think Hugh Jackson's still better than Mike Tomlin. So, carrying on to Tariq Cohen. Home against Green Bay at San Francisco. Do you like Tariq Cohen these last two weeks? Oh, yeah, for sure. Tariq's been so good this year. I. Well, I What's was, your opinions on Jordan Howard? Um, He has not been as good. But the emergence of Tariq Some would say has... Bad. The emergence of Tariq has put Jordan Howard away, so to speak. Yeah, he's not been great. But he's kind of gone as the Bears have gone. And he's been a little touchdown dependent as well. Howard has, anyway. Cohen does it in the passing game, and it fits their scheme so much better. And he's definitely probably the more explosive back. And you could tell that even last year. Yeah. Um, but they didn't use him right last year because John Fox was coach. So, yep. yep. Eric Ebron, home against Dallas, home against the Giants. The goat. Eric Ebron is my surprise number, player of the year. He is my number two tight end rest of season. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all better Dallas use- gives up a lot of points to the tight end, and New York Giants give up a lot of points to the tight end. And Eric Ebron scores a lot of points as a tight end. So it just all fits. Eric Ebron is a potential. Yeah, Ebron's been my surprise play. player of the year. If you have. Well, came out of nowhere. If you have, say, I don't know, who's like a number six tight end right now? Austin Hooper. I don't know. That's a guest. 
Okay. If you have Austin, Austin Hooper, Hooper and Eric is Ebron. the sixth tight end. Wow. I'm good, good job. If you have Austin Hooper and Eric Ebron and you're lacking in flex, would you start Hooper in the tight end and Ebron in the flex? Or vice versa. It doesn't matter. No, I wouldn't. There's only four tight ends that have – there's four tight ends that have separated themselves from the rest of the pack this year. One that's kind of close, and the rest are just – it's a cliff to the next player. So Kelsey Ertz and Ebron and George Kittle all have been tight end ones for sure. Then Jared Cook's been a like kind of like boomer bust enough where he's um, – taking the fifth spot and then it's a cliff down to austin hooper at six okay let's go with ebron and another tight end you tell me which tight end is the threshold for you starting two tight ends i think there's probably a team out there that has george kittle and eric ebron george kittle would be it what about zach Ertz and eric ebron oh yeah and you're struggling with your flex oh yeah i'd be down rock Gronk and Ebron, would you start both? Um, I would not start Gronk. If you had Ebron. You, if tried, I had you think Ebron. there's a better flex option than Gronk, maybe? Yes. What about Cameron Bright? Um, that's interesting, actually. Cameron Bright, I'm trying to look up his numbers right now. He's a little touchdown dependent, so I would say no. Okay. But he is a fan favorite of Jameis Winston. Yes. If Jameis is a fan of Cameron Ebron, or Cameron Bray. I'm sure he is. Okay. Well, that's all we've got for you today, kids. Our shows are going to be short lately. I mean, it's you guys know what you're doing. You made it to the playoffs. Congratulations. Yeah, for if those you did, of you, you're probably not listening anymore. Yeah, for those of you trying to keep yourselves out of last place, uh, just pray a lot to whichever God you want. Just pray. Uh, pray to all one, of them. <laughs> See if one of them helps you. Yes. One final announcement. My friend Garrett, who is not on the show, Garrett Van Brocklin. Yes, not the, the this Garrett's not on the show either today. But a different Garrett. Yeah, in case you didn't notice, Garrett Voss is not with us today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that got snuck by you. Some days he has his quiet days. Other days he's obnoxious. So, But Garrett Van Brocklin and I are going to be doing a daily, or I'm sorry, a once a week, maybe twice a week, fantasy baseball podcast that is joining the Extra Point family. The name of this said podcast? Count it in, Jared. Count in from 150. Uh, I'll give you a drum roll. How about that? Okay, that's fine. It is the extra base. Wow. Oh, man. So clever, TJ. So clever. Thank you. The extra base. The extra base podcast is in the works as we speak. Garrett Van Brocklin and I, we will be doing episodes starting late January, early February. To get you prepared for a hefty fantasy baseball experience. Hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy is not the description. Do you even have a fantasy baseball league to play in? Mm-hmm. 
All right. But I think I'm going to disband it because it's been very inactive of late. Yeah. And probably start a new one. Yeah. You want to be in it? Yeah. All right. It's going to be Dynasty. We're just going right into Dynasty. Is it really going to be Dynasty? Oh, man. I'm all about that. And you're in it for life now. I'm in it for life. When we're 80-something and we're just setting our lineups in our minds because that's how fantasy works now. Man, I love me some baseball. It's my first love. And also your first love. Mm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do some co some uh some guest appearance spots. That'd be cool. But honestly, baseball I'm not a big watcher of baseball. Mostly cuz I don't have time. Oh, watch. And it Indians. takes like 3 hours to watch a baseball game now. I prefer to watch football. But I'm a baseball coach. If I could be a professional baseball coach for life, I would do that. But it is football. That's why I'm here, boys and girls. It's for you and football. Well, maybe you should, uh, you know, give us a little plug real quick on the extra base. Just kind of like a little, little tidbit of baseball fantasy advice to non. Okay. Uh, Clayton Kershaw will probably be a top ten pitcher. Wow, that's actually a pretty bold take. Thought you were going the other direction with that one. Nope. Probably. Been a little injured lately. Lost some mile per hour off that fastball. Some old MPHs. No, Garrett is going to be the brains of it. I promise you that. He's a Garrett is going to be. So. Yeah, but he is he is the baseball guru that I know. He knows everybody. And I, and I love him for that. And I am just going to be his co-host and producer. And I am just along for the ride. So, so he's I'm looking the forward to it. He, you're, he's doing everything. Well, he's, you know, he may have me do as the producer. I make the agendas, yeah, so yeah. I will make the agendas for that probably. But he's going to be the brains and the brawn. All right. So Top he's dog. the guru. He's Guru Garrett. Not to be confused with the other guru, whose name is Garrett. That's Guru Garp. So, all right, kids. Something to look forward to for you baseball fans out there. I appreciate uh, everybody listening. Jared, do you have anything else to say that's not complaining about your season? Well, I guess not then. Great. Thanks, kids. Have a great day. Yes, have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Extra Point. Follow us on Twitter at underscore The Extra Point.